imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty, starving to eat Palms are sweaty, heart starting to beat About to get beheaded cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA by giving us vaccines These elite Satanists are the psychoists They preparing our bodies to accept the microchip Can you imagine walking into a Wells Fargo Not being able to withdraw money because you ain't got a barcode your right hand or your forehead if you don't take the mark of the beast you're gonna fall to the floor dead head cut off bodies squirming our own government acting like nazi germans they want us to live in fear filled with uncertainty one world government under one currency i can categorically say that this is end times this virus is breaking us down just like an enzyme there's pedophiles leaving men and women childrenless these politicians are dummies and the devil's a ventriloquist Stemming from Epstein's Island Gavin Newsom ain't your governor He's a tyrant He took away everything That makes us happy and vibrant And put a mask on us To keep us silent Can you imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty Starving to eat Palms are sweaty Heart starting to beat About to get beheaded Cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA By giving us vaccines These elite Satanists Are the psychoists to accept the microchip. Yo, Josh, thank you for your service. Salute. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast Show. I am your host, Josh Monday. And if you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, father, and army veteran. And I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. He's a Christian, devoted husband, and father. What's up, Jason? What's up, man? How you doing? What's up, everybody? What's up, Chuck? Uh, how's it going? Nice to meet you. Oh, it's good, man. Nice to meet you guys. Thanks for having me on. You know, uh, I really appreciate it. It's an honor. So Chuck is from Fire Theft Radio. Uh, if you guys could, definitely, I'd suggest you guys go check out his show. Uh, it's Christian, and he also has conspiracies as well. So we're like on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited to have Chuck on the show. What's your last name, Chuck? I don't know if you. Uh, Chuck, well, I don't usually say my last okay. name. I no, just go no by problem. Chuck. You know? yeah. No problem. All right. We'll just go with Chuck. Uh, <laughs> just go with Chuck from Fire Theft Radio. Um, and if you want to shout out your Instagram, you want to get people to follow you, bro, in any way, bro, please shout yeah, it out yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, so, easiest. Yeah, for sure. So, we, you know, we've been doing a podcast for a while, like about six, seven years. And, uh, um we're kind of we're kind of renowned to not put a lot of content out we take our time with it so that's why it's like we only have probably like 70 episodes but uh um uh yeah they can find us on instagram fire theft radio uh facebook fire theft radio email us at fire theft radio.com uh if you guys uh dm me probably is the best way because i i am usually running the all the the we have a website too fire theft radio.com and you can email us through there and stuff like that but uh, normally I answer the DMs pretty quickly and stuff like that. So uh, that's probably the best way to get a hold of me. If you uh, listen to my show and you're upset about something, go ahead and mess- give me a message, you know? <laughs> and guys, I, I listened to, uh, to Chuck off of Subconscious Realms. Uh, his name is uh, General Lee. I've actually been on his show and I recommend you guys go check him out. I want to thank uh, him for connecting me with Chuck because if it wasn't for listening to that show, I would have never, heard- I mean, I probably would have heard of you at some point, but. It would have took longer, right. and I'm glad I'm glad we got you on really quick, man. It literally awesome. Chuck came on in one week, you know, and and just popped on the show, which is amazing. That's great. Yeah, that's great. That is, that is true. He uh, 
he uh, said he was going to tell people what's up. And then here we are, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're already here. Okay, well, yeah. let's do this, man. Uh, can you kind of go? I wanted you to go over your uh, your testimony for, for, for my audience because, or me and Jason's audience, because, bro, everything I was hearing on Subconscious Rumbles is pretty interesting, man. And if you yeah. can kind of go over that, and then uh, we'll kind of dig into it from there. Cool, man. Yeah, so... Uh, me and my co-host Omar, uh, we wanted to start a show because we kind of came out of, uh, different, really weird kind of environments, but, uh, to stick to my story, uh, growing up, you know, my family was, uh, you know, they're from Mexico, primarily, uh, Catholic, not really, you know, kind of like, not really religious to it at first, you know, they're just kind of loosely kind of culturally Catholic. Right. And, um, but along the way, you know, uh, my mom, you know, we just always followed my mother uh, and whatever she wanted to do, whatever, uh, when as far as spiritual journey, you know, my dad was kind of like not around or he was around, but he was just kind of like doing his own thing, you know, and just not really, not really involved in the family, you know, and that's how it was at first. And so um, my mom decided, you know, that our life wasn't so good. So she decided she was going to get into like uh, practicing uh forms of witchcraft and like conjuring you know in order to like help our life you know uh yeah. because you know in the mexican community that's per pretty prevalent it's like oh you know you know they have white magic you know and and you know we can uh uh you know ask for endulzamientos we can ask for you know prosperidad and all kinds of different things we're using you know uh uh witchcraft you know and so yeah. it was kind of just, it was like loosey goosey kind of starting to do that every now and then just kind of culturally. But then my mom kind of really got heavily involved into that stuff, you know, really heavily involved. And, uh, um, you know, that brought the family to do things like, you know, do little uh, seances and conjuring rituals and uh, uh, help with sacrifices, you know, little, you know, altars to, to sacrifice to certain entities with like, you know, like either money or like, oh, uh, the the witch doctor would ask for you know like um, uh, uh, like chickens, the classic sacrifices, a little you know, yeah. and stuff like that. And um, it started getting a little crazy in our household. We started uh, having you know your classic uh, uh, don't mess with the G uh, Ouija board kind of stuff at the house kind of thing. You know, yeah, uh, where we started having you know I I guys were moving. Hey, hey. that? I just want to interrupt really fast, man. AK, can we say a prayer first, dude? And, and just because <laughs> all this stuff has been going on, like, like I need a little bit of assurance that that I don't, I don't want no, uh, I don't want no evil spirits coming out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Carlos, I don't, right, I, let's, we could do it. Let's do it. We'll do a prayer. We'll do a prayer. We'll do a prayer. But hey, dude, I'm not saying that. I'm gonna say like Carlos. Why I keep saying Carlos? Stuff. Chuck is. I mean, I'm sorry, no I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chuck. But having the. Uh, Having that type of talking and stuff like that, I would I would like to have a uh, little bit of protection. Just just sure. just, just even. All right. just, uh, Father God, let's do this. Father God, in the name of Jesus, uh, we bind all evil spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. This show is only to represent you. It's only to uplift you. Any demons that are listening right now, this is this is not for you. Any anything that you were doing against Chuck and his family. Hey, that's back in the day. Chuck is now saved. God is great. Uh, we appreciate you, Lord, uh, for helping us with this show, keeping us having a good connection. Thank you for connecting us with Chuck. Uh, he's a beautiful person. I can tell you he has a beautiful soul, beautiful heart, and him and Omar have a, a great show that is representing you. So thank you for bringing him on our show, God. 
Uh, we rebuke all evil spirits. All I'm talking about all evil spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, Amen. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Chuck. We're good, man. I just want to make sure that I'm not trying to offend nobody. I say it's just that I, I, I just talking about this stuff. It just it's just starting to hit. It's all good. Yeah. Let's go, yeah, Chuck. No all right, keep going, bro. Good thing we got the prayer out. Go ahead, Chuck. Oh no, no, you're good. You're good. So, um, uh, yeah. So it, you know, we started getting involved into that, and so it, it's the stuff started kind of getting out of control at the house where. You know, you were having, you know, uh, I would hear my family would hear voices. We would hear um, uh, things would move visibly by themselves. You know, uh, for example, I would be laying in my room at night by myself and I would get that kind of um, uh, sleep paralysis. When, and I would see these shadow entities oh. over me and they were holding me down and yes. or they would move my hands or shake the bed. It was like really bad, you know. And so um, it was getting to that point. And the point, the reason, you know, I can attest to that now is because we were getting involved in these, uh, in these uh, uh, ritual practices that we shouldn't have been getting involved in, in the first place, you know? Yes. And, sure. and so uh, that kind of led my mother to look for more stronger, like witchcraft to try and combat the witchcraft, which is the <laughs> belief in that system, you know, that there's good and then there's bad witchcraft, you know, and, that's very um, prevalent in the occult as you know, if you know a little bit about it, like, yeah. you know, you, you watch the, the Harry Potter movies, for example, there's like the, the, the good witches and the bad ones. And, you know, and it's just how it's really more of an energy and it's depending how you use it. But obviously we know that that's not a biblical stance on what that is, you know, no, but uh, sure. you know, we believed that at the time. And so um, uh, that just kind of led us to go, to Mexico here in the in Southern California, sorry, in Baja California to find uh, kind of like the, the best one that we can find or afford. My mother could afford, you know, and uh, we were trying to do rituals to, you know, uh, alleviate this spiritual madness that was happening in our house, you know, like these possessions uh, because uh, by this point, I mean, I was having all kinds of like, you can call them schizophrenic events. Um, um, my two of my sisters tried to commit suicide by that point. Um, my dad was dying of cirrhosis. Um, my mother, someone tried to murder her at her job. Um, I mean, we, it was just like on another level of. That was crazy. Uh, that that story, it was, you said somebody had like a, a something where they're lifting up a crane over her or something. Yeah, is that, so is that what that this was? This guy was operating a forklift in, in a warehouse and they, she worked at Sundance spas or they used to make all the spas that people wanted at the fair. Like if you go to the Fairplex here in Pomona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. They, they're, selling, know, they're selling them like crazy, right? They're, right, right. They're selling exactly. them like hotcakes there, yeah. Right, okay. exactly. Yeah, so that's where she used to work, <laughs> like making the frames for those and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, the guy said that something told him that he needed to drop that jacuzzi frame on her head, that he is just something took over him. And he intentionally like knocked it over and it, and it landed on her head and, and, and it almost ca caused her so much suffering. Uh, oh uh, she couldn't, she, after that, she couldn't stand for more than like 15, 20 minutes, even after she was kind of healed because uh, she would uh, lose her balance and she would bleed out the ears because there was so much blood oh, and wow. her, her brain was kind of shifted. And so that, basically, basically like, like all the doctors were like, you don't have much to live. You're just kind of, you know, you're surviving this, this injury, but you're pretty much a dead person, you know? And the same with my father dying of cirrhosis and, and, you know, and so at this point, you know, our, our families was just completely falling apart, but 
on the flip side, what we were what we were asking these entities for, which was for money, prosperity, we yeah. had. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so that stuff does work, but it always comes at a very bad price. You know what I mean? And yes. it's just like that's what people you see don't, it in the, don't in the industry. You know, you see it in the music industry. You see it in Hollywood. You you know, yeah. we see like, you know, I I don't know if it is connected, but you see sometimes like Kanye West, like his mom die or. You know, you have like somebody like become big, like, uh, and like their cousin dies or something like that. You know, yeah. yeah. But it's like a sacrifice to make it. So I, I don't, I'm not gonna say 100 percent that that those are connected. And Kanye West, if you probably never hear my show, but if you do, I don't mean it in that way. I just mean, yeah. No, there's definitely connected. some. There's definitely some hip hop artists that it's very questionable because, uh, on top of them dying. All of a sudden, they also die on certain days that are yeah. occult numbers. You know, they, they for die, sure. for example, 33 weeks before the release of an album or 33, oh, yeah. three, three days after this or that. You know, it's just like it's 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 a little too coincidental. You know what I mean? Yes. But, yeah, there's, uh, not, there's no coincidence. <laughs> right, right. So for it's sure. kind of like pretty shady. But so going back to the story and then, you know, we were trying to figure out kind of like, hey, man, how can we be healed of this and um things were just getting worse and worse uh in the house i mean at that point we were just kind of like you know we were we were doing really bad and believe it or not one of the uh, witch doctor ladies that we uh saw uh she said that we had very like a, she could feel like an incredible amount of evil entities that were like put upon our family right and so she was like, actually, and this was the funny part. She was, she was the one that said, you guys need Jesus, <laughs> you know? So wow. that was really, really interesting for someone who was an open practitioner of, of, of these things to say, yeah. you know, I can't help you. You need, you need Jesus. You, like, know, you, need you must God. have had some, some, some bad spirits on you. Will, was, they were was, like, she was like, I can't do anything about this. You need to go yeah. see Jesus for sure. So yeah. that's, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. amazing. So, um, so that kind of led my family or my mom to go to this organization where the organization that, uh, started in Brazil and, and in Brazil, it's, I think the second or third capital of the world that practices the, uh, black magic and different kinds of witchcraft. So they have, um, a minister, they have a lot of ministries that dedicate themselves to, what we call in the Christian world or the Protestant world, uh, deliverance ministry, where they're expelling demons. Yeah. Um, and the like Catholic, you, they call it exorcism. You listen, have you ever heard of John Ramirez before? Me? No. Yeah. Oh, man. You, you probably definitely need to hear John Ramirez, bro. Okay. He's, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'll send you some links to his stuff, man. He's, uh, like, uh, like, uh, like Lucille Ball's husband, Desi Arnaz, was into the occult and he would call in like, like the songs that he would sing, like Babalu and stuff like that. They were all like, those are all like chants that they, 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 they he, he gets into some crazy stuff because he, he, he's brought in like, like, uh, like, uh, he, he would talk about how he would bring like homosexual demons or, 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 uh, mm -hmm. and then cast them on your, on your family and cast them on your block. And then mm -hmm. well, he was saying like the, the church of, of Jesus Christ usually goes to church once a week, but these guys are going 24 hours a day, seven mm -hmm. days a week, making sacrifices, you know, doing, you know, getting drenched in blood of, of, of animals and stuff like that. And really, really going to the distance. And then he, when he found Christ, he's like, it's like, it, it was, it, it's a different story. Cause he said he was chosen at his, as a young age. I, I don't know if you have any, if you had ever had like any type of like, 
like like talismans or like kind of kind of like like jewelry or they ever gave you or something like that too to yeah we we had a lot of that we we had a lot of the, the stuff like that and also um things uh like little altars you know that yeah. were like handmade and things like that and uh lady of guadalupe is that is that kind of like the is that, is that well, kind of like that but we didn't have uh uh those we had like actual spirits for example uh there's a spirit um that my mom prayed to and i forget the name of it but it's it was a, a locator spirit and I, I spoke about this in uh in the other show that i was in um yeah. oh yeah 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 you were talking and, about there was a chain that she was missing or something, right? Or some yeah, jewelry. Was, she was missing. Some jewelry and she really oh needed, like, wanted to find it. And so instead of just like letting it go, she was, hey, let me conjure up a spirit, you know? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, there's, but like, so what she would do is she would just get this flame and, uh, and we, she would do this seance kind of thing and, and conjure up this spirit. And the flame would start moving in different directions. And you'd have to walk and follow the flame in whatever direction it moved, you know? And it basically would defy, you know, physics, you know, you, if you want yeah. to call it chance or whatever, you know, I, I, that's fine. But it's like the crazy part is that this flame kept pointing in different directions and she found her jewelry, you know, and it's just like, what are the odds of that? You know what I mean? And so sure. she would, she would, uh, uh, you know, she was asking the spirit, like, I need you to guide it. And it would like, in a sense, possess the, the, yeah, the, the flame, the fire, and it would, the flame. you know? And I, so it was one, of, it was one of those things, you know, it was really crazy. And so a lot of the stuff like that, I really encountered, in that world that made me before, I guess, before I get into the, the Jesus transformation stuff, um, I, I was very young and exposed to things that were inexplicable and supernatural, you know, uh, yeah. most people, especially here in the Western world. And I'm not, this is not talking crap about like uh, the churches here in America or anything like that. But in the Western world, uh, a lot of the times they don't experience kind of evil or spirits like that. It's just yep. like, it's just words in the Bible, you know, it's not really, uh, it's not really something yep. they experience. So it's like, oh, they read okay. about it, but they read about it, but they don't get to experience it. Right, now, right. now it happens in, um, in some churches, like in my church, uh, this, because what happens is what, well, this is what I've kind of been studying a little bit on the side, like for this episode, like John Ramirez was talking about witches that go into churches and they're praying to the Satan against the pastor and trying mm -hmm. to bring this church down. And if it's a weak church or a weak pastor, that pastor is going to cheat. He's going to stumble. He's going to be watching porn. He's going to be doing all the stuff that she's praying for or whatever sexual sin or maybe just uh, whatever other sin that she's praying for. Yeah. Um, and and it's happening, dude. But in my own church, dude, this lady was 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 like that, dude. She she came into our church and she had some, I guess, some demon on her and she, she was trying to do something. And my pastor kind of caught it and. He, he brought her to the front for like an altar call and the lady went up there, dude. And, and he had to like literally do the deliverance, like pull the demon out of her or whatever, or whatever, yeah. kind of like an exorcism, or whatever. And dude, the lady that sing was like, it's, a, it's his daughter. She was sitting there singing the songs, you know, to the Lord. And he was doing all these things. I was like, wow, this is, this is intense, but I guess right. it just happens once in a while. But I mean, I don't see it all the time either, man. I think, I think the yeah. churches that we have, a lot of them are, are not being uh, like warriors, like your hat right. says. Like we need some warriors, bro. Like you know, oh like for some, sure, yeah. And we I need, think we need like a military warrior type of attitude in this in the in our church. Yeah, definitely. And I think so there, there's a there's an unfortunate like it's 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 a hard line because 
it is actually pretty prevalent in like the Pentecostal world, uh-huh. but, but its approach is unfortunately kind of skewed and it yeah. goes into other things. And that's, that's kind of where my story starts as well. When, when we start, you know, when we, after we receive Jesus, but yeah. I'm not sure. Do you want me to tell more about the witchcraft stuff or do you want me to get into, let's get into the Jesus stuff. And let, let me just read this verse real quick. Cause I didn't get to read sure. the verse in the beginning. So this kind of goes along with what he's talking about. Okay, guys, Ephesians six, Uh, verses 10 through 13. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, but on on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day and having done all to stand. So guys, this is just like, it's, we're not, you got to understand what he's talking about here. So what Chuck is mm-hmm. talking about, man, when you, he's been there where he's dealing with spirits and, and, and demons and, and, and devils, like just, he's already, he's experienced it really. And he's going to tell you about his side of, of, of turning it, you know, Christian and everything, but you guys need to understand this is real, man. It's scary. And it's, it is very scary, man. Like, I, I think you were talking something you could, you could talk about the part where you went to that shaman and there was pulling salt out of you. That's, that's crazy. Oh but yeah. You guys yeah. gotta understand. You guys gotta understand, man. This is real. Like, right. So you might be dealing with your life and not, not ever dealing with uh, demons or ever dealing with evil spirits or, or, or maybe just going through life and just dun, 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 all the time. But you got to understand that there's real, there's demons that are telling you stuff in your ear, tempting you at all times. Mm-hmm. You just got to be strong. Chuck's talking about is because he's seen it, and 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 you gotta understand something. He he started. He went to something that he hasn't seen. He has faith right now in something that he hasn't seen. He has faith in something that 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 is has not talked to is not doesn't appear anymore. You know, having faith in Jesus Christ and having faith in God and having faith in you know that 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 He died for your sins and and He. And any sin that you had is is abolished and and, and is as far as from the east from the west. And and he's but he's what you gotta say something is he's seen something that is talked about in the Bible that is real. Okay, so that 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 just proves that there, the Bible is 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 real. It's it's gotta yeah. be I think um I think if a lot of um skeptics or agnostics would uh get into these people that uh, have these supernatural experiences, they'll drop atheism pretty quickly, you know, um, because it's just, it's, it's almost impossible to, to say like, Oh, that's not, that's not real. Or, or cause you're seeing this impossible things happening right before you. And, and one of the things that happened, for example, is so, you know, we were already doing really bad and we went to go to, you know, South of the border to try and get our, you know, these get rid of these entities and that were afflicting our life. And, uh, um, this lady started doing, um, you know, we found her and this lady, uh, had a line out the door, like a lot of people there. Uh, and, and, uh, so one by one, the, the part, this is the part I didn't tell on the other podcast, one by one, they would go in and you would hear like these super loud screams as if she was torturing people, you know, in, 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 in that room. And I was, I was a kid at that point. So I was like, what in the world is going on in there? Like, I do not want to go in there. You know, like it's just there. The line out the door waiting to get in there too. And they start hearing the screams too. Right. Right. You're you're, you're just like, I, I, I'm, I'm a kid. I see, I see other kids there. 
And I'm like, what is going on? You know? And I was like, Oh dude, I was super scared, but I was like, all right, well, you know, it's, you know, my mom convinced me like, Hey, we got to do this and all that stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. So it was uh, my turn to go up and, you know, it was pretty scary. And I go behind this curtain thing and, and uh, she has all these candles and all these different things set for rituals. And another really weird thing was I told her, before we get started, can I please use your restroom? And she was like, yes, it's right here around the corner. So I go into the restroom and she had all these jars of um, like creatures that <laughs> I've never seen before. You know what I mean? And to this day, I, 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 I Googled them. I looked at all kinds of different things. I was like, what was those things that were in those oh. jars? Because they had these weird looking faces and bodies. And I'm like, what is that? You know? And I remember oh. very vividly. And if I could draw, I could draw, them, yeah. I would draw them out, but I don't know how to draw, you oh. know? So yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I, I'm just like trying to figure out what they were. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that is. That's weird. I go back inside and she's doing this little, like, uh, she has kind of like prayer beads, like the Catholic prayer beads over me. She starts doing this prayer over and over and she's kind of wiggling them over my body like this. And then as soon as she touches with the, the beads on my body, like from head to toe, instantly, all this salt just started literally appearing from nowhere and falling off my body. It just kept falling. And I got super scared. And I started like, like trying to like clean my hands and my head. And the more I did it, like the more salt would just appear out of nowhere. You know what I mean? And it just kept popping out of my body. And she was like, oh, yeah, you're you're really you're really unlucky or you have this spirit that's bringing you bad luck. You know what I mean? And in the Spanish, we wow. say that a lot, like you're salado, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, uh, I was just like, well, okay, well, that's just really weird. And, and I mean, it kept happening for a good while until it, wow. she was done, literally wiped all the stuff off the, the table and it fell on the ground. It was like piles and piles of this like huge granulated salt, you know? And, wow. um, and then she kept going and that's when she, she said, okay, this might hurt a little bit. And she started rubbing me with um, alcohol and something else like with a, like a, some kind of rag and started rubbing behind my neck right here. And she's like, this is going to hurt. And so uh, she started pulling bones like out of my neck, you know what I mean? Like oh. appearing. And wow. it was super painful. I, 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 I could feel something coming out of me you know what i mean and and then i was like what is this going on and and now when i got older i was like did like was that slide of hand or what was that like you know i was trying to like justify yeah, yeah. it be like this is yeah, not yeah, real yeah. this is not real it's not happening you know and so Crazy. i just kind of kept that trauma to myself i told my mom about it and she was like oh that's nothing what she pulled out of me was even crazier Right. Your mom was doing all the witchcraft. So yeah, it must have been nuts, man. Right, exactly. And so, but she she actually got to see it and that lady pulled it from her stomach instead of her back. So she was looking at it the whole time and she pulled out a she pulled out a frog. <laughs> she pulled out a, a, a rusted nail and oh uh, no. and I forgot what else. And 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 it, she said it was the weirdest thing because she could see it like like she was doing it and instantly like like she was good. Like her stomach was healed. Like it didn't leave a scar, nothing. Like it was it, just super. Oh, you're going gonna to get into the Jesus thing. So, did, yeah. okay. So let's go into the Jesus thing and, and, and tell me like, did your mom get saved and everything? And, and did your dad get so, saved? I mean, I, I, I yeah, pray that yeah, you did. So everybody. So pretty much the entire household, except for like one person, like 
they got saved later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, but it was a process. And for my mom, basically she had tried everything and she was on the, according to the doctor, she was probably on her last few months for her life, you know? Oh, wow. And so that's how we showed up to this church, you know? And uh, the church had um, a ministry for deliverance uh, and also for healing. And they were on different days and things like that. So she heard about how they, they um, do prayers for healing on a Tuesday. So we showed up on a Tuesday. She showed up on Tuesday and someone took her and, oh, the witch doctor lady took her and uh, Mm -hmm. actually, and uh, the church. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's very, that's crazy. Right. And there was kind of like an altar call, you know, and the, the, she said that the pastor said, look, we're going to pray for healing. And if you want to receive this prayer, if you believe that you can be healed, come forward, you know? So she said, she went up to the front and she actually talked to God. She said, I don't believe in you anymore, you know? And she said, I don't believe you can heal me. I've tried everything, you know, but if you're real, if you're real, this is the last time I'll pray to you, you know, help me. That's what she said. And she said that in an instant, she felt like the most powerful, like feeling of happiness just indwell her completely. Um, she felt like super light, like all the weight she was carrying for years, mm. all the, just everything just lifted from her. And then she said she felt super hot. You know, her whole body was hot. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she felt like her head, the massive headache that she had because she was hemorrhaging from her brain uh, was gone. You know, like it, because there was x-rays of her brain and she was just, it was bad in there, you know? And it was, like I said, it was shifted. So she came home that night and she looked like an entirely, different person like like wow. something happened to her like you were she was in a great mood and i was like what's going on like what happened and then she was like we have to go back to this church you know we have to go back wow. yeah and so See, god was working man god was, god was working, working. And, and i bet you the heavens the heavens were probably cheering you know because she was like that lost sheep that's always been you know that's been lost you know and, and god's been waiting for 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 her to come back and she, you know wow indeed bro. And, and so yeah. go ahead, go ahead. I'm she, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, someone had a question or no, 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 oh, no, cool. I was just, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, he, she went back the next week or the following week to get x-rays again, to get, just to make sure. Cause she felt like normal, you know, and yeah. she went back and the doctors, because they couldn't explain it. They're like, wait, what you're, your blood is gone. Like the, the blood hemorrhaging is gone and wow. looks like your, like your brain is back in place. Like it, everything was healed completely, you know? Wow. And they were asking her, like, Hey, what Praise did you do? Lord. And she's like, she was like, I don't know. I didn't do anything. Like we, I just, I just went to church and then I felt good all of a sudden and that's it, you know? And wow. then they were like, don't, that's crazy. And so, you know, that being said, she was like, all right, guys, we're going to start going to this church. You know, we're going to start going over yeah. there. So that's kind of, you know, where we decided, hey, all right, we're going to go over there. And I, and like, you know, at that point we had tried witchcraft. We had tried Catholicism. We had tried Buddhism. We were Buddhist for a few years. We had tried, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try, yeah trying everything. I oh, yeah. It. Yeah. And we were deep in it too. We, we never went like willy nilly. Like we were like, 
I mean, we were, I, we were memorizing. It was like, like zero to 100. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No. We had like altars here in Japanese and everything. Like we were full on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so. You were full and, on uh, up to the whole, the whole deal. Like that's crazy. Oh, like, oh yeah. No, you know. See what and people so, worship instead of, they worship objects instead of the creation. They worship create, they worship the creation instead of the creator. It's kind of right stuff. and that really boils down to that paul paul was like really narrowed that down into you know i think that's one of my favorite verses just because to this day we we, we whatever religions we practice there's either it's called oneism or twoism you know you know and 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 when you go into explaining that it, it's just it goes it goes into explaining what you're saying right now and then the, the idea is everything else is really just worshiping the creation versus the creator and when we were doing Buddhism, we were basically drawing energy from the universe as well. When it goes yeah. down to it, we were saying, you know, like pretty much like the New Age does today. It's very similar to the, the New Age. And I, I would argue that it's similar because it's, it's intentional because a, uh, a lot of the origins of these religions came from, you know, fallen entities. And so there's a lot of things yeah. in there that, that, you know, tie back to the occult, even though, you know, Buddhism itself or the, the version we were practicing doesn't necessarily associate itself with the occult, but it, it has occult practices, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So anyways, so everyone started going to the church. All the afflictions went away. Like literally the sleep paralysis was going away. The, the schizophrenic kind of thing that we were hearing our, our voices called the shadows that we would see at night, all of that just gone. It started going on. It took a, a period of a year or two. Like yeah, it completely went away. Um, my sisters went from like being in depression and trying to commit suicide to very happy individuals. Um, uh, same thing with me, you know, and just it was just a complete turnaround, you know, where our whole family accepted Jesus and, and everything just drastically changed. Like, you know, that's amazing, bro. That's amazing. That's the part I love, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. And so all the way down to my father's addiction to alcohol, like all of that was was lifted as well because that's why he wasn't really present like i said earlier and when he was here but you know if he were here right now during that time he'd be here but completely drunk i couldn't talk to him it's just drunk you know and so that's why he was dying from cirrhosis and so that That even went that could have been a demon too man like there could have been a a a demon doing that to him as well you know like there's definitely that's that's definitely a thing you know because um there's a lot of spirits uh, that's what it's called spirits spirits it's called spirits dude you drink and it's that's what it's called that's mm-hmm. why they say come here and have spirits and like all right you know it's like yeah, it's like and, injecting a demon almost dude, when you start getting drunk like that yeah yeah but, and uh, so no the the you know like i said all that started changing drastically and so we were at that point we had no uh, we had no reason to kind of doubt that where we were at was a bad place the organization because so many good things happened you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as we were there, you know, every Friday they pray for deliverance or they do these, as you call them, exorcisms, as you called them earlier, or deliverances. And yeah. those were scary because you got to see more of that supernatural stuff. Yeah. And, and, you, and you got to see how people would incorporate and manifest these demons. Excuse me. Okay. That, uh, that, you know, that we used to conjure up you know and and so that was another level of like wait so because they there we learned like hey those demons by the way that you were 
or those spirits that you were calling before. Um, yeah, those were not good. You know what I mean? And so yeah. and here they are and you would see them pop up in people. And so it, you know, it was a supernatural event because like I said, in the, in the last show I was in, uh, I got to see, for example, uh, well, I got, I mean, fast forward, I got involved in that ministry, you know? Um, and, and so, you know, we accepted Christ and after many years, you, you, you know, you kind of become part of the ministry. Yeah. And I got to see, for example, pe- women, just like in the movies where they start contorting their whole body and they're like growling and they start talking like men, like really deep. And yeah. then they're talking different, different languages. languages that they yeah. don't know. Um, so part of the proof like that we would use to see if it was a real demon. Like I would speak to them in like either Portuguese or French, which I, I know pretty well. And, and, and they were Mexican, like hardcore Mexican, like don't know anything but Spanish, you know, and yeah. they would not only, um, not only know what we were saying, but also, uh, they would answer back, you know, and, yeah. uh, so we would tell it like to bind your hands behind you. Don't touch me. Cause they would try to attack you or get on your knees and stay there. And, 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 and you're dealing with like multiple people like that. So it's kind of a scary looking situation because you see multiple people and most of them, if not all of them, uh, were involved in um, rituals that they would practice, yeah. you know, because yeah. again, it's so, it's so prevalent in the, in the community, in the Latino community, you know? And so, uh, yeah, it would always go boil down to that, you know, and it was always like, Oh, she did, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, what's it called? I don't know how to say it in English, but it's called in Spanish. It's called endulzamiento, which they mean they're very charming. It's like a charm to try and win someone over to become your boyfriend or just for their love life or whatever. You know? What oh I mean? yeah. So they're doing spells to to try to mm-hmm. like ro- roses under the bed and all these yeah all kinds of, of weird things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so stuff like that. And of course, because they're, you're playing with the spirit world people would incorporate these demons and saying like, well, you know, I was going to try it. And the demons would say, I was going to give her what she wanted, but I was also going to try and kill her family or, or kill yeah. her, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and so yeah. all these things would come about and, and you, and this, and, you know, you see young 15, 12 year old girls, like completely like lift up my homie Omar, for example, like nothing, like just arms extended, lifted up and just like, oh, like growling, like crazy, like, <laughs> Jeez. And you're just, that is not a 12 year old girl. Like that's something yeah. inside of her. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you, you know, I got to see a lot of that stuff and you're like, Oh man. And, and of course, every single time, all it would take is, Hey man, uh, you know, Oh, you know what the crazy part was? Um, you know how you said that there was like weak Christians or, you yeah. know, and they're in there, you know, a lot of those, of course, unfortunately we're, you know, they're in the midst and they're either pretending to be Christian or whatever. And that's how you also would know that they're real demons because these demons would not know, for example, me or someone else. And the demons would incorporate in the body and someone would there would be trying to pray for them. And that demon would call, call them out and say, for example, you shouldn't even be praying or be here. Like he would point out to a guy, you know, Wow, and, yeah, yeah. And and the guy was like, What what's going on? You know, and he's like, You know what you're doing, and then call him out. It's like you're cheating on your wife, you know, like oh, whatever, and, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then, 
And then the dude would be like, what the heck? How did you know? And then put him on blast, like in front of the whole church. You know what I mean? Holy and crap. that person didn't know the other person, but the demon knows what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so they would get called out for stuff like that. And you're just like, whoa. <laughs> and that was embarrassing. Yeah. And so well, things you like probably that. Got chose by, you probably got chose by God because you've experienced it personally. Um, and you know what's up. You know the power of God because of what happened to your mom. So God probably chose you guys to do that because um, you had well, the I think, experience, you know. I think for sure he he, I mean he's he obviously knows what he's doing and he plans everything out and and you know if you would have told me like that would like that was gonna be my life like I wouldn't have never believed it like no that's 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 a weird life to experience you know, yeah. uh, but the unfortunate part is that as we spend more time me and Omar spent more time in the in that organization we started seeing a lot of just completely heretical teaching, you know, completely wow. undoctrined, just not good doctrine at all, you know? And mm. unfortunately, like I said earlier, a lot of these places adapt other weird doctrines that are uh, also evil. And that's yeah. another way that, you know, evil attacks churches is, well, okay, I'll let you have this, but I'll mess you up in this other way. You know what I mean? It's always wow. looking for a different end. And they would really, really push for the 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 prosperity and the health and wealth. Oh, doctrine, you know? oh okay, okay, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was only a part of it, though. But it wasn't to an extreme to where it's like, if you want, for example, your husband mm. to be cured of cancer, like I need you to sell your house right now, things like that, huh. you know. And, okay, and so would, so look, the witch doctor sent you there probably because they probably she she probably I mean maybe was, she it wasn't a cleansed church. It wasn't a it wasn't a full faith-based church then because if there's demons in that church they're calling out other people and stuff like that, that i i you gotta understand that that's you can't that, that, i've never seen that at church i never experienced that in my life like i've never yeah. anybody but know. it has but it, it has happened um actually and especially in extra biblical material like that that has to do with like the you know like when you read the book of enoch or when you read like uh, the like books that have to do with Hebrew culture and how demons used yeah. to do, used to be, they do definitely do that. You know, I mean, we yeah. can read it. We, we read it in the old Testament, you know, where demons would call people out. Uh, like they would call it, the, they're called of a shame in the old Testament, you know, and, and then you primarily read about that, like in Deuteronomy 32 and things like that. And, but they definitely do that. But in, in the, in the circumstance that we were in, in the church, uh, yeah there was definitely some shady business that they were kind of controlling information, kind of like being shills for the church. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. they were, they were like, they were propagating the church as if this was the, the only chosen church, which is something that they, we started finding out, which makes it a cult. You know what I mean? Because yeah. now, yeah. You, know, you know, you start finding out, Oh, well, I didn't know I was in a cult, you know, because all these good things happen, which yeah. shows a lot about how God's grace works because my family did get saved. I got saved, yeah. but also he was showing me like, Hey man, there's a lot of business in here. That's not doing well. And yeah. you're kind of, you're kind of seeing it. And so I started reading more and more of the Bible. And as I read it more and studied it more, I started seeing that the church wasn't uh, teaching those things. You know, they had their yeah. own thing. And unfortunately they, they get their information from one person and that kind of, trickles down to everybody down. else oh, and, yeah and, and, and so pretty much, you know where the gospel is in the, in the bible you know where the gospel is is uh is, the gospel for us is now in the bible right now do you, do you know the the verse and everything in the bible 
What do you mean? The gospel, the 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 gospel given to us now. Now, yeah, like John, like John three sixteen. You mean, or like, or I'm talking uh, second First Corinthians fifteen verses one through four. So if okay, you, if you read that, and then you 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 apply that to a church that you go to, that's what I, that's what I learned. Like if they're preaching the Bible, and, and they're preaching toward like towards this this. If you read that, read that verse a lot and break it down, and you'll you'll start to understand that's that's the gospel taught to us now that you have to that you have to believe and that's how you are saved now that's how you you keep you that's how you are your salvation and what you do with your salvation after is what really really starts to make you start to come really really close to christ really 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 close to god really starting to get the it's it's weird it's it's a it's a it's a crazy walk it's mm-hmm. a long walk but uh if you start if you if you read that then and if you if if you take that to your church then if you ask your pastor do you know where the gospel is in in, in the well I don't go there no more. That's probably that's an old. Yeah, yeah. Part. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is old. <laughs> if you ever yeah. go to church and you, and you want to know, like, okay, yeah. this is you first take it to God, and then you go, hey, man, if, they, if they're preaching the gospel, Chuck is like, Jay. I'll tell you, Jay. Chuck is way past all that, bro. Chuck knows the gospel. He knows all this, bro. I've listened to a lot of his shows, bro. He's he's already like he's already well, like. I'm just, I'm just I'm just asking Chuck. I'm just I'm just because that's why I like hearing this stuff. I was like, yeah. man, that's, that's kind of like that's that's a scary thing to go through, like going, being misled. You know, Chuck, you were how, how old were you back then? You were you were probably young back then, right? When you when what you time, went through this. What, what what point are you asking? Like when you when you when you went to that when you get when you and Omar were were dealing with that cult church, like yeah, how were at, they that, doing? at that at that time I was around uh, 17, 18, You know. Yeah, and how? Yeah. I mean, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you now? You're like our age, right? I'm thirty six. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thirty eight. So yeah, Jay, that was a long time ago, bro. So. <laughs> I, 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 I know, but I'm just I'm just asking questions. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. He still looks yeah. kind of young from like, from 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 like. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> no, no, you're good. No, that's fine. Um, I'm just I wasn't sure which which part of the gospel you're referencing. Yeah, yeah. You know, the gospel, bro. You could the gospel is like you could say is the gospel. You could say is like Matthew. There's gospels in the book. John. Now it's you know what I mean. I'm trying. You're talking to- about you're talking about what we're saved by. You know, like I I would say like we're saved by grace through faith. Not by works; it's a yeah, gift from right. God, that's, that's so that no man point. shall boast. Like that's what I say. About scripture, though, bro. Scripturally, you read the gospel through First Corinthians fifteen verses one through four. Therefore, I give you the yeah, that Jesus rose again for you at the third day and all that stuff. It's buried in the earth for three yeah. days because you have other religions that would, you know that like you get you get you get you get to you have to understand that that that's how he was you know and he died for your sins and and the other yeah. gospels it went as far as he 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 died. And that, and he was, he rose, but he, but this one, the gospel now is that he died for your sins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I think the, the, how I like to sum it up is, is the biblical Christianity and every other religion, there's a huge and fundamental difference. Even with the ones that are not biblical Christianity, they fall under these other ones that don't follow. And the, the, the difference is this biblical Christianity is very simple. It's Jesus and God coming to you okay after his sacrifice he's coming to you versus every other like cult that's christian a quote-unquote christian or other religion is humans trying to get to god it's like the reverse you know what i mean yeah it's trying to be god (laughs) like god yeah you're either trying to be like god or you're trying to sacrifice works all these different things you got to do in order for sure and that's the biggest fundamental difference, whether it's a, a pagan or a cult, 
a version or a or or a or a cult version of Christianity. That's the biggest difference. Is they all are trying to make you work for your salvation versus yeah. you know the gospel message is not that it's quite the opposite is i'm giving you something you don't even deserve you know what i mean there we go grace so, that's what grace so, is right there right the nail on the head dude that's grace. And so, and so that's like something that one of the many things i was unraveling as i studied the bible and i was like wait but he says he's going to give these to me if i just give my heart over him if i serve him why why do i gotta sell my house why i gotta sell my yeah. car like why do i got to do all these, this it, it's starting to feel very much like a like our pagan and occult roots or that we were doing where i have to give this in order to receive back you know i have yeah. to do this in order to to deserve something from this entity you know yeah and they yeah. would go so far as to say that when you would give your tithing or your offerings or or your sacrifices they would call that you actually put god between a, a rock and a hard place and you're forcing him to bless you which was outrageous to me i was like yo oh my gosh that's 100 yeah. unbiblical like you i don't nobody, want your sacrifices he wants your obedience he doesn't he doesn't want to do this correct, correct. Yeah. he wants you to obey he wants you to have faith you know and obedience and having faith in itself is a sacrifice to be honest you know what i mean yeah you're just because you're like it's, it's, for sure bro, you know, the, yeah that's that's the, that's a huge thing bro because you're in a con like we talked about, like our we're, we're fighting against uh we're not spite, we're not we're not fighting against flesh flesh and blood, it's against principalities of, of, of darkness, right? So mm -hmm. it is, bro, because at all times, bro, your 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 body or your flesh wants to do something, you know. Mm -hmm. If you live by the spirit, then you're 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 being obedient. You're you're living by the right. Holy Spirit or you're you living, you know, you're following your spirit. It's it's uh it's definitely a a, a, a sacrifice or oh, doing yeah, yeah sure. absolutely. And so, you know, um, I got to a point where just like you said, and like, um, your, your, uh, what was your name again? The, the, your co-host? Jason. 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 So My like brother. you were saying, Jason, um, I was taking, you know, the Bible up to the pastors and to even some of the, cause they have a hierarchy, the co-pastors, mm -hmm. the pastors, the bishop, yeah. the archbishop. And so, uh, I would be like, Hey man, the Bible says this one thing, but you're teaching this other thing. So what do you mean? What's going on here? And they would tell me, you're reading the Bible too much. You're studying too much. It's bad for you. You know, oh, uh, yeah, don't, don't sure. read it, you know, just, wow. let, just let us tell you what to do and you're good. Oh, you know what wow. I mean? And I was like, Oh, is that simple? Huh? Okay, cool. And so, <laughs> you know, you know, me being, I guess, disobedient, uh, I kept studying, I kept doing my thing. And I was like, no, I'm not going to stop studying the Bible. Like, come on, man. Sure. You know? We're called to be Bereans. Right. So it's like, you have to know what's going on. Like, you know, I, that verse to me, it sticks with me so much because I love that at one point, the apostle, I think it was Paul, right? Who was telling, he was talking to the Bereans. I'm not sure if it was him, but I just remember the response where they were saying, we're going to go see if what he's saying is true. And we're going to study this out, you know, yeah. before they decided, you know, and I think that is so important for any believer. Like when you go to a new church or, or something just sounds off, you gotta you gotta research it, man. You gotta know your, your Bible because you know it doesn't matter who it might be, it can be a, a really prevalent known pastor. He doesn't have a hundred percent all the answers. You know, you have to no. really study your Bible, you know what I mean? Like uh, sure. like you know, and so um, you know, I would ask these hard questions and they were just kind of put me off, put me off, and then little did I know they were doing the same with Omar. Yeah. And and I was like, Oh wow, you know, and so uh it took us a while 
but we were just like, you know, this is not the place for us. We got to head out of here, you know? And so he left first. And then I, I left a little bit after, and we just kind of went on this rabbit hole of, of both Bible study and conspiracy. And I didn't even know at the time that they would actually overlap. Yeah. And then next thing you know, I have a podcast, you know, and that's what the show's about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's so, what we, that's, that's us too, bro. We're the same where we do, we do all conspiracy. It's, it's you know, we, we take a conspiracy and try to relate it to the Bible and it does all overlap, bro. Easy, you know, yeah. easy. Some people just be like, how, what do you mean? Bible and conspiracy, Christian and conspiracy. How could you mix those together? Right. It's like, it's, it's very easy, you know? Mm-hmm. So we've already got 40, this is our 45th episode where we're doing the same exact thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I love your show, bro. Cause I was like, man, they're like exactly on the same uh, path as us. And you guys started what, six years ago. So it's like, man, you guys, you guys blazed the, uh, blazed the way for us basically, you know, <laughs> you know, in, in a way. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I, it was, it was definitely not a popular thing back then, but like, uh, the only ones around that were kind of big was like canary cry and things like that and yeah and so that's who i was listening to and and then i you know started getting into the actually hard solid books you know uh, a scholar that i like to really mention i mentioned on on general lee's show is uh, uh michael heiser I, I i pretty much read all of his books just because he's one of the few that uh knows the ancient semitic languages he knows the greek the septuagint stuff he knows it just by heart like right off the top of his head you know yeah and uh and so I'm reading his books a lot. And, you know, there's a lot of misunderstandings of what we think the Bible says, uh, like we were talking about demons, you know, in that other show and what they are and what they are not, you know. And, yeah, and, they think and they're so fallen, people of- think they're fallen angels. Like some people think, well, a right. third of the demons fell, right? No, no, no. Right. a third of the fallen angels fell. Demons yeah. and angels are, are two different things. Like a demon can't be in a, a demon can't just come up to you in human form, hold you. Uh, eat with mm-hmm. you, anything like that. They have to actually inherit a body, but fallen angels can come up to you, eat with you, grab your hand. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Hebrews yeah. 10, I mean, 13. It's funny because like, when you get into that. the language, even the angels aspect changes because angels is also like I was saying in the, in the show is a title and it's not actually a, a type of entity, you know? And so yeah. uh, that's the same thing. That's why, like, if you read Daniel and things like that, it talks about the watchers. And that's a more appropriate term, probably. And, and or you can say, like, the powers and principalities that you mentioned in Ephesians, you know, these yeah. are the ones we're talking about, you know, because there's, I think the, the, the part that we don't know, and I don't know if you've read any of, of Michael Heiser's is, uh, stuff, but there is like a, a real life gang war, and the fancy term for it is cosmic geography, right? And yeah. is that at one point, in if you read Genesis 10, 11, and you read Deuteronomy 32, you can yeah. see how the nations got completely separated and that yeah. God put these entities in charge of them, you know, so that they could bring them back to God. And so God was going to focus on Israel. Okay. Okay. Real and, quick, real quick. Hold on yeah. real quick. So uh, Deuteronomy 32, 8 is what you're talking about? No, right? no, not 32. Well, go ahead and read it. Okay, I'll read it. Um, I'm going to read it in two different ways. Okay, guys. Well, the whole the whole chapter is actually about uh, separating about the, the nations yeah. and and then yeah, yeah, like yeah. and then also like a, a number of by boundaries and also like a number of gods, right? Like starting languages, which is in, which is interesting. Uh, and it's like almost well, I'll I'll read what I have right here. This is just a small portion. Okay, guys, I suggest you guys read the whole dude uh, the whole Deuteronomy book. Okay, guys, but I'm just going to do this little part because. 
what he's saying right now, you kept saying Deuteronomy 32. I actually have on the notes for this podcast. So it says, when the most high divided inheritance to the nations, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the boundaries of the people according to the number of children of Israel. That's what the New King James Version says. But if you look at other versions, it's talking about when the or most high divided the, up. The Hebrew translation for the children. Children of Israel would be like number God. of gods. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yes, gods. And, it, and the actual term in Hebrew is Elohim, which yeah, means yeah. those those that phrase, it's supposed to represent spiritual entities but it's kind of diluted and we think Uh that it's children or people or humans but it wasn't no it's not it says when god's most high divided up the nations when he divided humankind he deceived the he decided the people's boundaries based on the number of gods is how other versions put it okay guys so to me that is interesting and and then what some another person i was listening to said is that there was like 70 uh, right, that 70 sons of God, I guess, is what some people say it is that, that right. version. Oh, the, um, the power of Persia, the prince of the power of Greece, the prince, there's prince of the they, they, like when they said yeah. when uh, when Gabriel had to come back and he fought through the, the prince of the power of Persia, mm-hmm. he went to the, the, so you don't think there's a prince of the power of America, there's a prince of the power of Greece, yes. Greece was 200 years after that. So he's saying he's going to go fight the prince of the power of Greece, which is 200 years after that, that he was even saying that. So he, he's t- there. There are the there are powers that are like that that are out there. And those well, are you the see, one- like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, those are the those fallen ones that became fallen over time. And that's what uh, Psalms 82 and Psalms uh, 89 are talking about, uh, because uh God was like saying, yo, you're not doing your job. You're supposed to be bringing these guys to me, these, these people to me. And, and instead you turned them into your servants. Instead you turned them into you are the God and they worship you. And that was the birth of all the gods of, of the old Testament, you know? So when the old Testament was like, you know, don't worship other gods, that's what God was telling them. Yahweh was saying, don't worship these other ones that are leading people astray. They were real entities they weren't just like idols that people were worshiping like inanimate lifeless idols they were actual entities that uh rebelled against god and this whole happened like multiple times throughout you know yeah, Old Testament history. history psalms 82 uh, i think you're talking about, he says you he says all the foundations of the earth are unstable i said you are gods and all of wait, lowercase gods and all of your children are the most high but you shall die like them and, and fall like one of the princes uh oh yep, god yep. judge the earth and you shall inherit all nations yeah so what i was going to talk about the 70 gods or whatever so this is what's interesting the 70 pagan gods what mm-hmm. god did in the feast of the tabernacles is he had uh he basically had 70 bulls uh sacrificed during the feast of the tabernacles which was interesting so the first day he did 13 bulls second day he did 12 third day he did 11 so on until you get to to the seventh day which is seven bulls if you add up all those it ends up being 70 so god what he did is he sacrificed all those bulls to just uh and and those 70 represented the pagan gods so that israel being freed from the pagan gods which is super interesting bro i i did i had no idea about this bro way more interesting is this check this out so then jesus comes along right yeah, Jesus is now the fulfillment of all these prophecies that are in the Old Testament. He's fulfilling them as he goes. He's just popping up. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, all the way down to his crucifixion, and when he says, you know, Elahi Elahi Lama Sabachthani, he says that right. 
even that was in Psalms 22, you know, like it was all a prophecy and he's fulfilling them right there. And then before everyone. And so when he's in Mark, when he's in Mark in the book of Mark, uh, I believe it's the book of Mark. I could be wrong. I sometimes get the stories mixed, but it's in, it's in the gospels. It's one of the four gospels. At one point, Jesus sends out 70 disciples. Yes. Yes. I know about this. part. Go go ahead. I love it. Go ahead. And talk and what to the nations, the 70 nations. Exactly. Right. So what he's doing, he's already working on the promise that he said in Genesis, the promise that he said in Deuteronomy, I'm going to inherit all these nations back to me, you know, and that's what Jesus is actually doing. This biggest ministry of Jesus was not just to come about and give you salvation. That was like, obviously the one thing to connect humankind to to God, but he's Uh restoring, inheriting the nations that were lost by the sons of God in yeah. the rebellion of the old testament that's what he's doing wow. you know what i mean what and I'm, so oh, is that, is that uh, if you look at when he's tempted by the devil and when he and he says here you know i'll give you all the nations i'll give you all the nations and and god knew that 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 he was tempting him and a, temp- a temptation to be a real temptation he had to own the 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 uh, the devil had to own the nations so and he was he wasn't saying like you know bow to me like that. He's saying here is a shortcut. Let's not go through the let's not go through this all this uh, the uh, mm-hmm. cross and mm-hmm. done. here's a shortcut. Take take them now and, and and you can just bow to me and you can have them. And he's like, hey, you do not tempt the Lord thy yeah. God. And he tells him like, don't tempt the Lord thy God. Like saying you are the creation. I am the creator. I'm talking to you like a straight up OG right now. You don't do right. that to me. I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. not. Gonna, it's yeah. You're talking about this because I'm studying this. This is this is some good stuff, man. This is yeah, bro, dude. This is this is what I was hearing on on uh I was hearing from from your show that you did on subconscious realms. And what General Lee doesn't even realize, bro, is that you're proving right. You're proving it real right now. No, what General Lee doesn't realize is that people having like people like Chuck. I'm not saying myself. I'm just saying like people like Chuck on. You know, people like myself. You know that that and people like Mm -hmm. Gary Wayne. And, and these people that he's getting on the show, dude, he's slowly getting reeled in to God. Bro, because <laughs> he's, doing, he's doing what the unbelieving, uh, like when the disciples are like, hey, those people are talking about you, Jesus. He's like, let him, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. spread the gospel. He's like, he's spreading the gospel. <laughs> he doesn't even know. You know, he's spreading doesn't the gospel. doesn't even know it, bro. I did the but, first show. We got Gary Gary Wayne on. He's got you on. He's got uh, Todd from... Uh, from uh, goodness over darkness, dude. Right. Four out of the three people you have are, are are basically all Christian, and and we're all right. pushing the message, bro. Pushing the right. gospel. So, General Lee, and, love you, bro. I know you're gonna hear this show. You're gonna be yeah. good, man. I know you are. And he got scared when he's coming over to Christ. No, I'm saying he's going to, and I'm I'm, I'm declaring that now <laughs> that General Lee is going to in Jesus's name. That's what I'm Amen. saying, bro. And I think to to like. To go full circle on that 70 and what all all of that, um, you know, there's this language throughout the entire Old Testament about God redeeming the nations and God uh, bringing them back to him. And Jesus is doing that slowly but surely down to his miracles. The miracles were specific to be a slap in the face to the cosmic geography or the gang war going on um uh, that uh, that uh he was actually doing that we were yeah. kind of unaware of because we don't know of the culture you know for example yeah. uh the last thing i want to mention that kind of ties with the, the the whole old testament thing was he at one point uh you know after he sacrifices himself right uh 
he goes over, meets his disciples, and he's about to ascend into the heavens. You know, uh-huh. all of that happens. But remember when? Remember what happens in the day of Pentecost? Everyone comes, gets baptized with the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. Now, if you remember what in, in like the celebration and what Pentecost is, uh, Jews from around the entire world, from all continents, were coming to Jerusalem. You know, so they can celebrate. You know, this day, right? Yeah. They're there at the day of Pentecost. So that means that at that point in time, there were people from every nation around the world. Okay. And what happens is when they get baptized with the Holy Spirit, they start speaking the languages of other nations. Right. Yeah. And so they're like, how can they possibly do this? And those people that are getting baptized are now going to get sent back out into those nations, knowing the languages that they didn't know. Right. Yeah. And literally, and this is the part that people miss, he's reversing or God is reversing what happened at the Tower of Babel. You see? Wow. Yeah. At the Tower of Babel, he he confused everyone and all the nations were separated from there. And in the Pentecost, he gave him the ability to speak other languages so that he can redeem all those nations that were lost. It's just like a huge ministry (laughs) spanning over thousands of years and culminating in that moment. You know what I mean? Wow, bro. So, so interesting, dude. Uh, super amazing. Do you know a book in the Bible they read during the Pentecost? They read the what book. Was that? Ruth. You know what the book they read in, in at the Feast of Pentecost? You know the book uh, the Jew, uh, the 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 Jewish nation reads like during the Pentecost? I believe no, it's what are they? Ruth, which is they read from the book of Ruth, which is the <clears throat> which is the first kind of like prophetic ch- church book mm. in the and so it's kind of crazy that they read that book at the at the Feast of Pentecost, which is weird, which is very weird. To oh, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think the more we study about the, the, the Hebrew culture, uh, the less, the more we'll understand about things that we think we knew, you know, because uh-huh. we read Pentecost story and we're like, oh, that's a story about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's amazing. People can speak different languages and they're spreading the gospel. But we don't Jay. really correlate it was that, to was, saving. Was that, right, you're right, Jay. I uh, was the book, the book of Ruth is read on uh, Shabbat. It's called Shabbat, I think it is, which is, yeah, which is, I think, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. Don't mean to interrupt you, Chuck. Well, that she's, a, she's a Moabite. Why would you, why would the, why would the Jewish nation read that book during one of their feasts when she is a, she is a Moabite. She is not a, she's not a Jewish person. She's a, she is a woman who inherits uh, uh, t- through Leverite marriage, which is crazy, which is which is when you get into it, like the, the Jewish nation, they, they do. It's it's weird, man. They they practice some things that they that are prophetic of the church because the church is not talked about in the Old Testament, but it's that's the only book that I feel like that's very prophetic of it. If you read it, it's a very yeah. book. It's wonderful, wonderful book. Yeah, it is. It is. It's 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 written really well. It's different than other ones for sure. Um, but uh, no. So I was saying, uh, yeah, like you were saying earlier, Jason. Uh, Jesus is an OG man. He's doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's he's really he's really doing a lot of stuff like in, intentionally. Like for example, I think people don't miss and this is like the more spiritual aspect of fighting demons I suppose. Uh when they're crossing the sea and everyone's freaking out, he's like chilling, asleep. You know, he's like trying yeah, to rest, yeah. you know. And he's just well, whatever, you know, we're good, you know. What does he do? He goes out there and he speaks it. <clears throat> he speaks out and he's like you know, I calm the sea, I calm the storm, and everything just he rebukes, you know, he, he, which is, a, which is for demonic, sure, fire demonic storm. Yeah. Well, exactly. That was what, I was, what I was getting at is that in that in that area specifically where they were headed, 
that's the deity they worshipped was yep. the Thor-like deity. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, awesome. so when he did that, he's like, well, in this area, they worship this guy. Well, guess what? I can control that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And same thing all, all the way down to walking on water. Uh, same thing all the way down to you. When you were saying in, in one of your shows, you were talking about, I think the last one you did uh, with uh, another guest, you were talking about the pigs getting thrown into yeah. the water. Same yeah, thing. Yeah. All of that is literally God saying, I'm going to sacrifice to this entity something that's an abomination. Like I'm slapping you in the face with this. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. he was doing that over and over, even down to the transfiguration where he transfigures, where he changes to his, you know, his super Saiyan form. I like to say, you know, where he's like <laughs> just shining with power and light. That was, that was literally right next mm -hmm. to where the fallen watchers came on Mount Hermon. You know, wow. where yeah. they call that place the gates of hell, where they would open up and all these entities were coming out right there at the gates of hell. Jesus declares war against these entities. But we yeah. miss that, you know, because we don't know the culture. We don't know the geography. And we think he's just doing things to show off his power. I'm like, no, 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 no. He's very specific. And meanings to this. Right? Yeah, you got there's there's like there's like an onion, bro. Like, right. And it's the same thing with conspiracies Ooh, yeah. and everything, bro. You got to peel back the onion. You got to start mm -hmm. peeling it back, bro. Like we're. What happens is we're so a lot of us get so lost on the surface, bro. And we just stay right there. And we just we just let the pastor speak to us. And that's it. And then we're just like, cool, we're good. We did our yeah. thing. But like Jason's doing and yourself is doing and, and I try to do, man, it's like you, you got to just like do it with everything. You got to just keep researching and digging and digging. And, and what you're speaking about right now, it's way more profound, bro. When you know that what you just said, it's way it's more super, profound. It's super meaningful. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, that's why I say, man, we got to be Bereans and the Bible comes to life because it's just so much more, you know, um, if you look at just like the, even how the Hebrews perceive baptism, you know, you ever, like, I always ask uh, like my daughter and other people, I'm like, why, how, why was John baptizing already before Jesus showed up and why were people more than willing to do it? You know, yeah. why? Yeah. We can say God was there. Of course, the Holy spirit was inspiring that, but why, why was it significant to them to do something like that that didn't exist yet? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it didn't exist. Baptism as a Christian didn't exist yet. You know? And John was literally in the it out, dude. He's sitting there eating grasshoppers and, and he's out in the woods looking like somebody that we would probably see on, on third and date here in Rialto. You know? <laughs> Seriously. He look he's look what'd you say, Jay? He was eating locusts and wild honey. That's that's yeah, wild honey. He looks like he's you know, he's out there, but he's literally like really, really worshiping God. Like really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and, uh, and, and that we're going to him and trusting it and, you know, and that's, what's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting, man. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So no, no, you're good. But like, what I was saying is, is again, when you look into the significance of, of water and what it meant to the, to the ancient people, even the pagan people, uh, they, they have a, a form of baptism. They have a form of, going transforming by going underwater but there's a huge difference between like the pagan version and the christian version that we really kind of miss but we conflate we think they're the same like oh yeah all all of them especially historians that know about this stuff they're like oh yeah no, even christianity has a a form of you know going under the water and coming up a new person it exists in the occult it exists in pagan religions it, it just it's all over the place you know but yeah. but the difference between again 
what God is doing, he always one-ups it. You know, he's always trying to one-up anything the, the lowercase g gods were doing. He's like, yeah, I can do that better, you know? Yeah. Even down to, like, the conspiracy stuff. Well, it's not really a conspiracy, the Genesis 6 stuff. Oh, yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Think about yeah. it. All these gods made the Nephilim, right? Yeah. They went into women, made the Nephilim, made these hybrids, right? Yeah. And they created children unto themselves, all right? God gave us Jesus without having to go into women. He, yet again, yeah. even in that one of them, he was like, yeah, you're yeah. going to make that. I'm going to give you something better than a Nephilim. Yeah. I'm going to give you an actual savior, you know, an yeah. actual, I'm going to give you God. And I don't have to procreate because I am the creator. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I am, I am. Right. And so yeah. even that, you know, if you go down to the science of that, it, it blows my mind away, for example, because like, and not to get too crude here, but in order to make a life, a woman loses a little bit of her life, right? Yeah. And a man yeah. loses some of his life essence, you know? Yeah. But when Jesus came about, none of that was necessary. Nothing was lost. You know what I mean? No. Only life was created. See what I'm saying? So yeah, in every true. way, even down to the molecular level, he's one-upping the Nephilim. He's one-upping the gods. He's slapping yeah. their face. And he's like, dude, I can, everything you can do, I can do better kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> sure. and so li literally, you know, and it's just, it, all of that stuff comes to life. In an like, intricate, meaningful, beautiful way, he, he does it too. He doesn't oh, yeah. do it in like a crude, disgusting way that these, these other disgusting demons and fake gods and lowercase gods try to do it, you know? He's only ever beautiful. He's only ever, or ever crude with them, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah other than that, oh, interesting. He's very elegant, you know. For sure, Jason. Uh, did you have any questions? I, I, or, or anything that you wanted to bring up, or anything else? I, I'm kind of. Uh, we're about an hour and fifteen minutes in, and I, I think it was a, it was, it was amazing, dude. I loved it. That was good. Seriously, no, it was good talk. Everything's good. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm pr uh, proud, proud to to know this guy now. So it was, I like at the. In the beginning, it was talking some stuff, and I was listening. But when you got to the end, it got real, real, real interesting because I for sure okay about right now. So it's awesome. I like it. We'll do like a, a little ten minute thing on on the divine council before we end, Chuck. Okay. Because you brought that up, yeah. and I thought that was I was it's like, true. dude, I can't believe I missed that. So okay, we got First Kings uh, twenty two. It says, uh, therefore, hear the word of the Lord. I, I saw the Lord sitting in His throne and on His. Uh, and all the host of heaven standing by on, on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, who will persuade Ahab to go up and that he may fall at Ramath Gilead. So one, so one spoke in, in this manner and another spoke in that manner. Then the spirit came, then a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. The Lord said to him, in what way? So he said, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And the Lord said, you shall persuade him and also prevail. Go out and do so. Therefore, look, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these prophets of yours. And the Lord has declared disaster against you. Um, interesting thing to me was, first of all, who are these hosts of heaven standing by? You know, um, crazy. Je Jezebel brought the Baal worship into the heart of Israel. So he, God was there standing by, seeing all that stuff going on, like, no, 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 you ain't doing this in my temple, dude, not in my stuff. So he's looking at, he, 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 God used lying spirits to go into Saul. God used, uh, you know, anger spirits to go into Saul. God, oh. used, 
Huh? So in, in, in this instance that he brought up, he read, there were, this is the, the part that's kind of hard to contend for, for, for a lot of believers, I think, but yeah. it's, it's, it's all over the Bible. It's all, like I said, 82, 30, Deuteronomy 32, 89. It's right yeah. here in Kings. It's, it's really all over the place, but we miss it because we don't understand uh, what they're talking about when they say divine counsel or when we say the council in heaven or because of the wording, we don't research those words. And yeah. because of that, we miss stuff like this, like this story right here. So these entities were actually working. They work with God. They're not fallen. Yeah. You know, they're, yeah. he works with, he works with the council and he allows them. It's like a bureaucracy. He allows them to make decisions. And as you can see, you know, the biggest thing that, you know, a lot of Christians will contend with it is that, uh, what are you saying? God needs help. And he's like, no, if you see every time they give a bad idea in that story, he's like, no, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. And, and in the end, he decides what's going to happen. He decides, yeah. but they came up with the ideas it's very much like how he works with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we'll, we'll, give you know, free we're, will. you know, we're, yeah, give us this free will. And then, you know, we'll come up with ideas. Sometimes they're not the best and we, we mess up big time, but in the end, he still, makes it work according to his will you know what i mean yeah well he seems to do that a lot with also the people that are in 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 his council in heaven you know yeah and that's the council he's talking to right now and the other part that Pete, that's hard to contend with is that they lied you know and they're like well how can a how can an entity that works with god lie you know yeah and that's like a big one you know because it's like wait a minute you know what's going on here and they that's why they want to say it's a lying spirit or it's like a demon or something but it's not you know it's a an actual entity a council that works with god but very often god uses uh in the old testament uh mm -hmm. he used to use uh um pretty much for like for example sin for judgment upon other people you know what i mean yeah. and yeah. like you know like, like for example he will let persia take over Israel, he would let this other, you know, be, and he would basically say, yeah, go, let the, go, let go, them get go. captured. He let like Israel right. get captured by Babylon right. or get captured right. by Egypt just so they can right. learn their lesson, basically right. generations exactly. upon generations. Yeah, for sure. So that happens quite often, but we, he's going to come after you. He does not mm -hmm. like that. That is like one thing he does not, does not like it's right. <laughs> And that the divine council is a huge, huge subject that, that, that is in there. And it's all over the place. Like I said, that's one of many. Uh, and, and uh, you see him, you know, quite often talking to the, these council members that are, you know, with him. And I think probably the most amazing uh, realization I ever had, and it came from the book from Dr. Michael Heiser is in, I highly suggest this book. And this is where most I'm getting most of my information from is okay. uh the book is an unseen realm by dr dr michael heiser and it's talking about uh you know just exactly this it's really laying out the, the case for the divine council and how much proof there is for it in the text especially when you read it within its hebrew context you know yeah. uh you're just like oh wow this is this is really in there so you start reading it and you start seeing that god actually intended that council initially to be you and me yeah okay that's that's that do you remember in the book of genesis that's how it was you're in charge mm -hmm. of this land okay but what happened what happened we gave over our authority right of all of earth right because of yeah. what happened in adam and eve and actually according to the hebrew people there was not just the one fall there was three there was yeah. three and and that was the fall garden of eden right 
Yeah. Then it was uh, Tower of Babel. Yeah. And then the Genesis six or before that, the Genesis six, you know, so yeah. there was three, three, three uh, uh, falls. major falls in, in the old Testament, according to the Hebrew mentality where God had to really seriously intervene. And, yeah. but going back to, to initially, we gave over all of our authority over to, 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 to Satan. And, and that's, a, that's another subject that is a broad, it's a broad yeah. term as well. But the, the point is, is, is we lost that authority and that counsel that God dealt with was, was supposed to be us, you know, and yeah. he still works with us to an extent, but he wants to restore that fully, especially in the new, the new earth. He, yeah. Uh, the biggest thing is that plan, plan A for God, which was to expand Eden geographically to the entire yeah. world. Okay. Uh, it's still the same plan. It, he, yeah. he doesn't have a plan B. It's like, okay, we're yeah. still going with this plan, but I have to now achieve it through Jesus, his sacrifice. And I, yeah. the, the plan is still, what is our, what is our purpose? Expand the kingdom. It's still the same yeah. plan. You know what I mean, yeah. it Amen, will make bro. it in. And, and then, and, you know, these things kind of sound almost like non-spiritual because they're very, they're very physical things that are happening, but they're significant to the coming kingdom of God. You know what I mean? Which is why yeah. he, God throughout the entire old and new Testament uses this language of, you know, spread the kingdom. My kingdom is coming and this is not my kingdom. And we're going to make this whole thing new. And, and you, yeah. that's your job to be, to make citizens of my kingdom. Like it's all part of it. And it started in Genesis and we're in the midst of it towards the end. I, I believe, I mean, obviously we believe we're sure. definitely in some sort of end of days, you know, for sure. Yeah. You know? yeah, I don't know yeah, how yeah. long it is. I don't want to commit <laughs> to any eschatology here, but for sure we're in some end of day situations right now. Man. Sure, the, the birth pains are getting strong you know they're starting to get stronger and you know a little further apart right now but they're gonna get they're gonna get closer for sure all right we had an amazing show bro and i really love that you came on i would love to have uh you and omar i know he's studying for his nursing exam but let me let's let's i'm gonna throw out a prayer real quick before we end uh, real quick uh father god in the name of jesus I want to pray for uh, Omar. Looks like he's trying to he's trying to get his nursing degree. Uh, please help him through these studies. It's probably a lot of tough studies and a lot of tough stuff that he's dealing with, probably with these vaccine mandates and all this craziness. Uh, I want to pray for Chuck and his family. Uh, please keep them safe. Uh, anybody that was dealing with any witchcraft or anything, if there's anything still messing with them, please, Lord, we, we rebuke them in the name of Jesus. Pray for Jason and his family. His wife's having a baby. Please keep uh, his family safe. Uh, I want to pray for my family. I want to pray for my sister. She is having, uh, she's getting over some tough issues as far as in her life. God, you know what they are. And she's trying to move from Ohio to over to Nevada. I want to pray that you help her get the money she needs for that, uh, whatever her move she's having and keep her away from all her, any type of demon she's dealing with, Lord. And uh, thank you for everything. Thank you for a clear connection. We love you. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Right. Thank you, bro. Seriously, bro. You, you, you came clutch, dude, in one week and jumped on the show, bro. And we barely met yeah. you. And I think it was an amazing show, dude. And I really appreciate you, bro. No worries. No worries. Uh, uh, glad. I'm glad to, to, that you guys are willing to have me on. Um, I mean, uh, normally, if I have the time, I'm, I'm down for these conversations. You know, like I said, uh, normally, the reason I don't do a lot of shows is because we, we both have full time jobs and things like that. We have families going on. So it's just a Same lot of, a lot of work. Same here, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I got a yeah, lot going yeah. too, Jason too. But yeah, we try to at least knock out one show a week, but we've been doing like two or three sometimes because people are just 
once somebody hears your show, they're like, Hey, jump on mine. Hey, jump on mine. And you're just right. all over. So if you would exactly. like to have me and Jason on your show at any yeah. time, bro, hit us up, man. And we'll jump awesome. on with you and, and yeah, we'll, we'll schedule it. We'll do- repay it. You Thank you it. so much for coming on, brother. I really appreciate you. And Jason, have a good night, Jason. All right. <laughs> All right, Jason. See you, man. Jason, God Thanks. bless you guys.